One time my mom called and was like, how do I put HBO on the TV downstairs? <laughs> I was I just like, it. I don't have... I don't have the information. There's so <laughs> ma- there's so many things it could be. <laughs> um, is your mom on Facebook? Sure. I'll yeah. Facebook. I don't is think she she's. I don't know if she's active. I don't want to know what she's doing on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, she's weird on Facebook. I think. I got a glimpse, and I didn't want to ask more questions. She was like, "Oh, Lexi." <laughs> what? She goes, "The other day, this is this is the one glimpse I got." My mom was like, "Ooh, Lexi and Levi, there's some uh there's an update. I think they're doing a little better." And I was like, "Who's Lexi and Levi?" They're like, "Oh, they're they're a part of a prayer chain Facebook group that I'm on. They're these kids that have this really tragic story." She just went really in depth on these like really sad kids that everyone's just praying for. I was oh. like, "Okay, like we, oh, cool. <laughs> well, prayers up to Lexi and Levi. <laughs> prayers up to Lexi and Levi, I guess. Oh, it's just... Uh, but I will say I my w- mom loves drama like that. She is the first to let me know when someone has died. She will... If someone oh, I don't yeah. know, someone I, someone I have no knowledge of, she'll be like, did you hear about so-and-so? yeah my mom loves that too and she's super into genealogy so she's found like people all over that we're technically related to but she thinks (laughs) that means we're family oh so she is like finding more people to feel bad about and then she gets mad at me when i'm like i don't care and she's like they're (laughs) your fucking third cousin i'm like okay (laughs) okay um but yeah, and my mom is political on Facebook, and it—I was just dealing with that earlier today, and it's got me stressed out. Got me stressed out. Right wing, left wing, left wing. Well, that's but, nice. But the thing is, she's the one. She's the, like Irish Catholic, ten kids. Mm-hmm. So everyone else is right wing, and then they all gather in her comments to be Republican. Oh, so and she it's gets just harassed. Very, yeah, and then I'm like, well, don't talk to my mom that way, and it's just stressful. Oh, you defend? Oh, I see. I see. Well, I, I mean, I used to when I was like 22, but now I'm 30 and I don't do it anymore. But like, I used to be very angry on the internet. We could start was- doxing people. Sometimes I get angry too. Yeah. Um. Speaking of angry, are we recording? Is this part of it? I am recording. So let's go ahead and start the episode. Okay. <laughs> um. It's uh, hello everyone. Hi. Welcome to Cast and the Curious. I'm Melinda, and I'm joined with my special friend. Hi, I'm the special friend Andrew. <laughs> oh uh, boy! Yesterday, Trump people overtook yeah, the government, God. and today the fallout is all over my mom's Facebook. Oh, so very, very cool. How do you not talk? How do we not just talk about that? That's what's so crazy is like, I went to work today and it didn't get mentioned at all. <gasps> and it's just like, what? How is this just our normal life now? I, I don't was, understand. I was going to ask the question I was like, I should wait for the pod. I was going to ask, mm-hmm. what, uh, what was it like yesterday at work? Mm hmm. 
when it was all going down? Were you all talking about it, or were you, were you all studying noses and books? <laughs> so everyone was studying noses and books mm-hmm. because it it started happening like when we were taking our last test. Okay, so it was towards and the end so of your day. It was towards the end of the day. Okay, but I had like a desk mate. I was the only one. Everyone else had like their own table for COVID reasons, but they were like, well, we have too many people and not enough tables. So these two people will just get fucked and have to sit next to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we, he also was like, he was a gay guy. So I was like, okay, well, you're the only person in this classroom I even want to talk to anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, So we became friends over. Say what? Nothing. I said straight people. (laughs) Um, so we became friends and then like, I tried to, um, do you like it when I rustle through things right by the microphone when you listen back? I will. I'm going to love it. (laughs) I will love it. (laughs) Um, so we became friends and then I was like, dude, they're like storming the Capitol right now. And he just kind of looked at me like, I don't want to talk about politics. (laughs) I was like, that's fair. Aww. Yeah. I had a, I got shut down. I had a friend text me yesterday. And I was like, haha, yeah, I saw a little bit of that earlier. So stupid. And they're like, no, it's looking pretty bad. And I looked again <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <sighs> it was, it was something. I'm exhausted. I, I can't. I laid on my bed and just watched live coverage while looking at Twitter. <laughs> uh, not the healthiest thing in the world, but like, it was one of those t- things where I was just like, I mean, I have to watch this. Like I did the I, same thing. I don't know what else. Like I can't just be like ignoring what's happening right now. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> anyway. Speaking of <laughs> something that had to be watched. Mm. What did we watch uh, this week? We watched Knock Around Guys. Knock Around Guys. Two thousand one New Line Cinema starring. Mm. Uh, Barry Pepper. That's his name. <laughs> uh, who uh, who I was I've never heard of. Peppers, which is a different person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Barry Pepper, Seth Green, uh, John Malkovich. Mm-hmm. Someone else who I was like, that guy was in it? And I don't. Oh, well, that was Vin Diesel. No, Vin. I knew, <laughs> I knew him. Uh, I think it was like an older Dennis mob, Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Yeah, I was, I was, was also the, surprised. Was that the dad? Yeah. Okay, because that's, that's one of those famous actor names that I know, and I couldn't put a face to it. So I saw it at yeah. the end credits, and I was like, who was Dennis Hopper? And I was like, oh, must have been the dad. <laughs> yeah, that was that was him, famous actor Dennis Hopper. Personally, What's he been I'm in? a big fan. My most notably, Easy Rider. Easy um, Rider. And then oh. other stuff. But the more you know. Couldn't tell you. Uh, this movie had a 21% Rotten Tomatoes rating, I saw. So, this is probably the first one. I was, I should let you know, I was determined to have a good time. You were. Because I've had so many bad times. And then also, (laughs) like, you know, yesterday broke my brain and I was just spiraling. And so, I was like, you know what? I'm going to love this movie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so I didn't look up the rating until afterwards. Okay. And then I was like, yeah, I guess that is probably pretty pretty accurate. Yeah, I mean, 
We need to really establish. Do we need to establish a format for this show at some point where we like talk about at what point do we say we liked the movie? We don't have to. Well, we haven't so far. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, I think I was firmly. uh, I didn't. Okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was a good movie but i didn't Mm -hmm. hate it how's that absolutely i does that feel like a good um i found myself not not caring too much Uh i don't it's definitely not a good movie but i wasn't mad at it because right with like like with pitch black there were moments of like ridiculousness yeah yeah in this movie there there wasn't a lot of ridiculousness which is kind of what made it not a good movie. there wasn't a lot of anything really no there wasn't a lot it's so i i wrote down i dubbed this this genre of movie like it's like a good first hand job movie (laughs) where you can just not pay attention and like do other things (laughs) like it's not gonna you're not gonna be paying attention you're not gonna be missing much it's not yeah it's a good movie to get your first hand job to. Uh, and I'm sure some people did. So, right. Uh, it's a mafia movie, I guess. Sure. And, you know, typically in mafia movies, they cast New Yorkers, Italians, mm-hmm. Pacino, De Niro types. Right. This movie cast. Seth Green and Vin Diesel. <laughs> this seemed like a weird passion project for someone. Like I didn't Maybe. recognize the director's name. I know Koppelman Cop- sounds familiar. I'm sure he did other stuff, but uh, I, in my brain, I always feel like, and I, this might be true. Tell me if this is a thing. Um, I feel like there's a category of movies that is rich guy with a lot of money pays a lot of people to make a shitty movie and i Mm -hmm. feel like it's in that category i just by gut alone haven't don't (laughs) haven't done any research but i'm like "Hmm, i don't hmm, i don't think people were sold on this movie that's a good call especially because it's directed by two people Mm -hmm. one of which does sound familiar the other one not at all i think the other and he was also produced by that guy by the other guy too yep so i think i think I'd love to have someone else do research and confirm. (laughs) (laughs) I did a little bit of research, but there's just Uh nothing. There's nothing to it. Because why would anyone talk about this movie? (laughs) Anyway, strap in for 50 minutes of recap. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. Is there anything else you want to talk about? (laughs) Mm, Not really. That's not in this movie. Let's see. Oh, did you see the Trump video right before we started recording? No, what did he do? It's pretty crazy. It's actually, like, genuinely shocking. He he got his Twitter back and he posted a video? He got his Twitter back. He posted a video. And shockingly enough, he was like, I I will have a peaceful transition from now on. I'm working on a peaceful transition to to Joe Biden being the president. That I mean, like yeah, genu- that is genuinely shocking to me. Like I didn't think he would ever say that at any point. I don't see like what choice he has. 
you know? He, you're right. But, like, I, like I, I didn't see that a month ago, but he still was kicking and I screaming. Do. Yeah. Well, I think that, like, yesterday, yesterday was... It was a turning point, for sure. Well, I'm not saying it was planned by him, but it was planned by someone and endorsed by him. It was planned him. by a lot of people. I think with the intent of like, oh, this is going to change things for me. And mm-hmm. then it didn't change anything for him. Yeah. So now he has no recourse. Well, and I think they were talking about impeachment today. Mm-hmm. And I, the cynical side in me is just like, well, he wants to run in four years. But if he gets oh, impeached, God. he can't run again. So he's going to eat some shit right now. <sighs> what would Vin Diesel do in this situation? <laughs> Let's bring it back. I don't know what he would do. Well, we know that Vin Diesel in the movie is Jewish, so I don't know that he, he would, would be a fan of Trump. He would wish everyone, uh, what is it, laughter, love, and a smile. <laughs> Did he post that on Instagram? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and a smile really got me. Oh, oh my God. Okay. Uh <clears throat> if you're not following Vin Diesel on Instagram, it's a 10 out of 10 follow. He is completely out of his mind in like the best way possible. He's just radiating light and positivity. So much positivity. Just, Where's when are we going to get more music? He's been talking about music a little bit. I know. I'm ready. It's coming. Coming soon. soon. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, we can talk about the movie, The Knockaround guys. Uh I'll let you start. Okay. Okay. Um, Well, it starts off with a lot of promise because you get a very stereotypical mafia movie scene. Mm. And you've got John Malkovich and you've got some guy with like a funny mafia name. Bobby Boulevard. Bobby Boulevard (laughs) is tied up in a basement and he's going to get what's coming to him. Yeah. Uh... (laughs) And so John Malkovich is like, you know, one of the higher ups in this mafia mm-hmm. group. And he's got a kid with him named Maddie, who eventually becomes the main character of the movie. And we learn that Maddie's dad, uh, Bobby Chains, or no. Bobby Chang. Yeah, it's Bobby. Too many Bobbies. Bobby Chang? <laughs> What's up with that name? Full pause. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Benny Chains. Benny Chang. It's Chang for sure. Are you... My my su- well, I'm going off of like uh, subtitles. Oh, I think it's chains. That makes more sense than Chang. Every time I heard it, I th- I thought to myself, <laughs> Benny Chang. <laughs> I s- oh. I mean, if only I could look up the cast. I do think that it's chains. That because then we're gonna have to look yeah. this up. Did you find it? Because later that guy goes, he calls him Benny the Chains. I thought he said Benny the Chang. Uh, <laughs> oh, I this is probably another great example of me completely mishearing something and just Boy. rolling with it. Uh, Dennis Hopper, Benny Chains. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> which also doesn't make a ton of sense. No, but it's better than Chang. Because Chang made zero sense. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Okay. 
So Maddie's dad is Benny, Benny James. He's in prison. And um, what's Malko- John Malkovich's character's name? Teddy? Teddy. 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 Is and like, is this how John Malkovich always talks in movies? Okay, we can talk about accents right now. Because yeah. I feel like he was doing like a poor Christopher Walken impression. He was... This is how John Malkovich sounds. Is he that how he, he always talks? He wasn't doing much of an accent. Okay. Yeah. Um, a couple of them did... Well, no one really did a convincing Italian Brooklyn accent. Mm-hmm. Not a one of them. Uh, Seth Green opted for no accent at all. He was going like Minnesota, <laughs> Iowa. Um... Vin Diesel also went for his standard Vin Diesel accent. Right, right, right. Um, and then, yeah, Malkovich was Malkovich. Not to say he didn't act the shit out of his part, because in pure he Malkovich did. fashion, yeah. he, he always does. Yeah. Um, but I have it playing right now. You seem uh, very invested. I don't even know what's going on I, I missed the scene the first time around i guess um <laughs> so you have a young maddie and john malkovich gives this 12 year old a gun and is mm-hmm. like this dude is the reason your dad's in prison kill him right and maddie can't do it which so is he's not not surprising no because he's 12 he's 12 years old so it's decided then and there that he's not going to be in the he doesn't ha- he's not going to be part of the mafia life and that's it kid you're out bye bye <laughs> which bye, is a so really long. a really th- a thing that stuck in my craw which i guess is kind mm. of explained but like i love yeah. that he's like 30 years old and they're like well you didn't shoot a guy when you were 12 so you're not <laughs> cut out <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so it cuts to him like Doing, going on job interviews when he's 30, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was triggering for me. <laughs> <laughs> I've had too many job interviews lately. Uh, and he's haunted by his name. What's his last name even? It's not Boulevard. Uh, oh, crap. I have it up. I only remember Scarpa because they Maddie... kept calling that guy Scarpa. Demeret? Demerit? Oh, Demma something. It's something Italian. Maddie Demerit. And they're like, we know who your father is. If we hire you, your dad's going to come in and shoot up the place. Yeah. Why would that even matter? Yeah. But he couldn't couldn't land a job. So he has to, he's trying to get his dad to let him in the family biz. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which was funny because he was like, he was like, I don't want to be a part of that life. And then cut to next scene, he's giving his dad a wad of cash, which really, I was like, okay, well, you are a part of this life in a <laughs> right. big way, but, but, so I guess, but he wanted but to be a, a bigger part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. He wants a gun. Uh, he doesn't want to be mopping to... up spooge, like the one guy <laughs> said. <laughs> So, there's this character named Scarpa, who we learn is on the same level as Maddie. He's in fam, but he's like, he's one of the kids. Yeah. And he's not like up there, up there yet. Right. He does say spooge. He says mopping up spooge. Mopping up spooge. (laughs) Um, 
and his hair. His hair, that guy all around, I was like, just not a great actor presence. It's, it's insane. Just not he's a lot too, going on. He's too baby-faced to be, like, saying the things he's saying. Right, right, right. Talking about Spooge and the mafia. What else was this guy in? He looks familiar. He was in The Sopranos, mm. so that would... Well, that but his hair, out. it's very, like, middle school, 2001. It definitely is the sign of the times. Yeah, oh, for sure. That, like, combed forward but then spiked up look. Oof, uh-huh. ooh. Um, and so, yeah, I guess they're, they're both like, man, we, I want to be like a big tough guy like my dad. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, guys. Uh, and then we're introduced to their friend, Seth Green, who (laughs) flies his own little plane. Mm Mm-hmm. Like a pawn jumper kind of thing. Yeah. And his name is... Johnny Marbles. <laughs> Which was the name that I thought I heard wrong. <laughs> I was like, that's not his name. Then I heard it a few more times and I was like, I guess that's his name. His name is Johnny Marbles. He comes in hot too. Like, he... He plays a pretty serious character in this movie. Overall. Which I was surprised yeah like obviously he's like a dipshit but he's never like a comedic dipshit if that makes sense right he does he like he really is just part of the crew right right and he does he is you know he is a dipshit um he almost crashes the plane because he's doing coke Uh uh-huh he said Um, uh air lingus airbus which is a phrase i really liked i didn't understand but (laughs) well Aer Lingus is an airline, and oh Airbus is a type of plane. Well, but color me learning. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm receiving your information. I appreciate you. <laughs> Let's move every on. Every time, every time, no, every time I would go to LAX, there's a sign for Aer Lingus. <laughs> oh, gotcha. And it makes me laugh every it's time. It's very funny. <laughs> um. And yeah, I was every time I was like, oh, there's Aer Lingus. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, um, so then we got Johnny Marbles, we got Scarpa, we got Maddie and we got Vin. Well, who's their friend. We had a very yeah. funny transition scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I watched it like three times and then I watched it just a few minutes ago. And I was like, ah, not as funny as I remembered. But it really cracked mm-hmm. me up because Scarpa's just like uh you ready to go or what and there's just like this huge pause and then seth green goes yeah where's taylor boom smash two taylor driving (laughs) like it's just so weird i don't know i don't know why it cracked me up It, it just felt like it was the only take they had and they they had no like it was i don't know anyways we can move on okay well i was struck by when you first see Vin, I was like, damn, Vin Diesel's hot. <laughs> he is hot in this movie. Which is funny because, of course, like, he is, like, stereotypically hot. But I've never thought he was hot until this oh, movie. Isn't the, that weird? The goatee works for him. He has a goatee? He's got, like, a like a 5 o'clock 
Like a shadow of a goatee. Shadow of a, a, a goatee. Goatee is a horrible thing to have. Yeah, oh, I agree. But <laughs> he is rocking it in this. Tank um, tops galore. The first time... As usual. The first time he was wearing, like, a tank top and a chain, I, like, screamed. Because he wasn't initially. <laughs> and no. I was like, oh, my God, is he not going to wear a tank top this movie? He wears the tank top, and he also wears his signature, like, thermal undershirt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Love it. I He's th- got I'm, a big old... A big old oh, what? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a big old Star of David on his bicep. Oh, yeah. And it's designed in a way that I was like, oh, well, maybe that's not the Star of David. Maybe that's, like, some kind of, like, you know, how... Cool guy like, thing? The swastika is actually Hindu or whatever, like something else. Mm-hmm. And and then, like, the next scene, he says, like, some Yiddish phrase. I'm like, okay, so he is very much Jewish, and they're yeah. really trying to show us, like, he's <laughs> Jewish. <laughs> and his name's uh, Taylor. <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> Which is hilarious. You got, like, Taylor's Scarpa, a really funny name. Johnny Marbles. Taylor. <laughs> Taylor. Where's Taylor? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Um. So they all meet up. Why do they even mm-hmm. meet up? Um. I don't think I there's don't an actual know. reason why they meet up. I think they just meet up. Well, what's crazy is um, we know that. Yeah, it, they kind of just show us stuff for no reason, like Vin, um, bashing in the like gambling machines with a crowbar. Now that I liked. That was dope. I loved that, that scene. Was really cool. I loved him going, the milk guy gets paid, the beer guy gets paid, the chip guy gets paid, and I don't get paid. That was great. <laughs> I thought of you when that happened, because I was like, Andrew's loving this. <laughs> I did. I really liked it. <laughs> and then later, there's another like um, typical Vin yell when they're in the van, and he's oh. like, look at him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there goes the venue. Um, I honestly don't know how this ragtag team got together, but it happens super quickly. So I'm sure they kind of like gloss over how it happens Mm -hmm. because 15 minutes in and you already have Seth Green, Johnny Marbles flying his pawn jumper to Washington to pick up a bag of money for the family. Right, right. So like, And so I was like, okay, well, something's going to go wrong because we're 15 minutes in and already the plot of the movie is like, ending (laughs) yeah yeah so of course that's what happens you want to know something funny now that i think about like there's like crooked small town cops like a like Mm -hmm. a real small town vibe to this movie Mm -hmm. i feel like if you pitched this idea to like this, I'm going to sound so stupid now that I'm in the middle of this. If you pitch this to, like, the Coen brothers and said, mm-hmm. here's the concept, run with it, I feel like it would be a fucking killer movie. Just, like, <laughs> small-town weirdness combined with, like, mafia dudes, which never Absolutely. really happened. Which, it, it, it just didn't work out the way maybe they wanted it to. Or maybe it worked out exactly how they wanted to. It was just not great. <laughs> Well, there was definitely a point about um, halfway through when I was assessing how I felt about it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, it's not that this movie's bad. Like we said, it's just kind of nothing. Yeah. But it's also just not, like, shot artistically well at all. 
Mm-mm. So I, it's like it. It would be one thing if you if you had this interesting concept, that's maybe not not like the the writing's not great, but it's like shot well or interestingly or mm-hmm. had some kind of like indie charm to it, the way that maybe like a Coen Brothers movie would. Yeah. And this just do- doesn't. <laughs> it's, I, it's. I would. It feels very flat. Mm-hmm. It's a C. It's a C minus the whole way through. Yeah, that's fair. Um. So, we fifteen minutes in, the family needs money because someone's been skimming off the top. Someone's been skimming off the top. And Maddie's like, "Papa, believe in me. Papa, help. Let me. Let me join the family." Um, and he's hesitant to let him, but he's like, "Johnny Marbles is like, he's he's got his shit together. He's got a plane. We can do this." Mm-hmm. And Johnny Marbles is supposed to go to Washington pick up the lumber, which is money, apparently. Pick up a bag of money <clears throat> and fly it back to Brooklyn, New York. Uh, and we see him do coke while he's flying, flying a plane and almost crash it. Mm-hmm. And then he lands the plane to put gas in it. And when he's going in to pay for the gas i guess because we're at an airport like i guess an airport is a gas station whatever Mm -hmm. like a really small regional in the middle of montana yeah he is walking up he's got the bag of money with him because he's not going to leave it in the plane he's not a dumbass yeah he's not an idiot (laughs) in any way he's walking up to the building to pay for the gas he notices two cops inside and they look at him and he decides to drop the bag of money so that he doesn't get caught with the money. Right, right, right. Conveniently drops it next to all these other bags because they're being loaded into a plane because they're luggage. Mm-hmm. And then goes inside and expects nothing bad to happen. <laughs> It's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, it's not not the brightest move. But he's not and a And guess guy. what? The bl- the bag gets taken. The bag gets taken. With all the other luggage. Um <clears throat> So, and also it was weird because he dropped he purposefully emptied his like little coke bag. Mhm. It's like just they're not going to they're not you just Stop being weird. Keep your bag. Keep your Coke. Mm-hmm. Go pay for your gas and then keep flying. Yeah. He panicked. He's not cut out for it. That's why they call him Marbles. Mm-hmm. He doesn't he have any. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Can we mention... Um, does Seth Green does not natu- naturally have jet black hair, does he? <laughs> the worst dye job ever. <laughs> They're like, well, you're Italian, so let's give you dark hair. Even though you're Seth Green. Why is he in this movie? He must be friends with the guy that has a lot of money. He might be. I don't know. But I was thinking, like, I did enjoy him in this movie. I was like, I could use use a lot more Seth Green in my life. And I was kind of bummed that he's, he's only in, like, dipshit movies. I'm sure he's been he's in some good He's legitimately a good actor. Yeah, very good actor. He should have like a comeback now. It's time. Well, I think he I think he's 
the big time behind the scenes guy. He does mm. all the robot chicken stuff and like I think he's got a lot that's, going on. That's true. I guess like he is so in the comedy world, but I think he could like t- take a turn and do like dramatic acting and really like get an Oscar. Oh yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> I should get in touch. What? Um You probably could, huh? Yeah. Uh, when are you gonna get us a celebrity guest oh but you know what i did do (gasps) i got imdb pro what's that do where you can look up representation of people oh Hmm. so we can get some celebrity guests we can get vin diesel (laughs) i feel like we should work our way up to vin well, that's what I was... Well, I kind of mentioned this to you before. It's really, really not difficult to get in touch with people's representation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I said, like, we can do it. <laughs> we <laughs> but should it's depict just, the time. Are they going to have any interest? Which I think we're too late into quarantine to to get them to say yes. But what oh. if we just got... Mm, I don't know. I've got a bunch of numbers and emails. We can talk about it later. <laughs> Okay. So while we're at the airport in this small Montana town. Yeah. We've got the airport attendant. We've got the sheriff and the deputy sheriff. We got Seth Green. And we have the two like stoner teens who work at the airport. Which I enjoyed the stoner teens. I loved them. I liked that. I loved. Their quirk was that they liked luge. So they're obsessed with losing. <laughs> Which, if you're in Montana, there are probably there are opportunities to lose. Sure, yeah. Never once did we see them losing in on snow or ice. No, but that did it. Just that requires a lot street. more setup than. But you're if you're in Montana. I don't know. You're probably right. I'm out of my element Montana. here. Well, I mean. Well, what's the definition of luge? Does it have to be on snow? I've only ever just, seen it at the Winter Olympics. I think Olympic. it's just feet first, rolling fast. So yeah, it doesn't have to be. It so could be just legion. on the street like they did. Hmm. 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 Did you recognize the boy? No. Was I supposed to? Yeah. Who was the boy? Well, one. I don't know. There were two of them. I don't know the other one, but the other one is the boy with the purple socks from Harriet the Spy. Oh, nope. That's why I didn't nope. recognize him. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is like a formative child actor for me because he was one of like my first crushes and oh. it was an early indication that I was always going to go with the like scrawny weirdo. Oh, right. That's who he was. But he's also in Tommy Boy. <gasps> Who's he and Tommy Boy? So when Tommy Boy and Old Girl are on the boat in the lake and the kids are yelling oh, yeah. at him from the shore. <laughs> he's, he's one of the kids. Of, he like calls him a blimp or something. He fat, he fat shames Tommy Boy. Yeah. And then it was, his name Michelle? Michelle? I Michelle. think he yells at them. Anyway, Tommy Boy's a great movie. If you're listening, don't watch Knock Around Guys. Watch yeah, Tommy Boy. Yeah, watch Tommy Boy. Boy. If you haven't seen Tommy Boy... <laughs> I watch it almost... A- we didn't watch it as a family this year. It's normally our no. family Christmas movie. It's... Um, I watched it not that long ago. I love Tommy Boy. It holds up. It is genuinely it funny. It is so good. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> God. 
Um, yeah, so the, uh, so Seth Green's in the airport, <clears throat> uh, sweating because he's standing next to a sheriff and he's just being like nervous and a dumbass. Oh, right. And while he's doing this, the teen, the stoner teens, the boy with the purple socks from Tommy Boy. They take the bag. Finds his bag and they take the money. They take the money, which, uh... <clears throat> This is where it goes in a weird way that I wasn't expecting. Yes. Because they reveal pretty quickly that they took the money. And mm -hmm. then I guess I'll I guess I'll save it till we get to the next part. Um, okay. At one point they say total bacon, dude, which I forget why they said it. <laughs> they really cracked me up. <laughs> they do. They and I like. <laughs> They take the money and spend it on luge gear. <laughs> <laughs> Super expensive luge equipment. Yeah. And and beef jerky. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so is this which? The... Oh wait, yeah, go what? ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> I was just wondering, like, how do you price that out? Is it like five cents a, a jerky? Oh, right, because they were just like, it was loose jerky. He grabbed like a hundred pieces of loose jerky. <laughs> and I was like, if I was a cashier at that gas station, like it would take me a while to yeah. count that jerky and charge them. <laughs> I just thought that was weird. It's probably a deleted scene. <laughs> jerky counting. This is a movie I would like to listen to the commentary on. I don't do that enough. I feel like I would really I enjoy it. Well, someone, I was listening to a podcast recently, and they were like, you know, some millionaire needs to create a Netflix, but with commentary. Yeah. Because that's why we don't, no one, like, listens to commentary anymore, and it's gold. I would mm -hmm. absolutely love to listen to it. Yeah. But we don't have it anymore. It's a thing of the past. Dang. Oh. Um, I'm watching Vin Diesel punch a guy. So now the boys, alert. the boys meet up. With Johnny Marbles. The, boy, the boys meet up with Johnny the Marbles. The boys go to Montana. Because uh, Marbles comes clean. He's like, yo, I fumbled the bag. So then Maddie, Taylor, <laughs> Taylor, and Scarpa join him to to get the bag back from the other boys. When they walk up to him, he's doing Tai Chi, which really cracked <laughs> me up. <laughs> <coughs> and then maybe my sorry he's standing in front of his plane doing tai chi doing tai chi and then he says something and <laughs> they're talking shit on his tai chi and vin diesel hits him in the head <laughs> and he says that hurt i absorbed the impact though like <laughs> it was like a tai chi move and i there's that's maybe my favorite line in the movie because it's like a little brother thing like that hurt. I absorbed mm -hmm. the impact, though. Didn't really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. God. I wish there was a movie where Seth Green and Vin Diesel played brothers. But even that line, he delivers really straight. Like, he's not saying it to try and be funny. <sighs> right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, this oh, is... They're getting the jerky. Uh-oh. <laughs> this is where they uh, come up with the plan. Because they, they realize that the... The money's in this town. And Vin, mm -hmm. a.k.a. Taylor, comes up with the plan to find the toughest guy in town and glaze him. <laughs> uh, 
which That's is a true, really good word. Really good gotta word. Gotta glaze him. Gotta glaze him. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I thought meant kill, but it means beat up. He he clarifies right after he says it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I also wrote Vin has a cool shirt at that moment. I wonder what he was wearing. Uh, and then they go to the bar. So, oh wait, so the, this there's a plan to find the toughest guy in town. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't remember. There's someone in the movie who's like, anyone with that kind of money is going to show that they have it or whatever in right. this town. I think that but was But I don't remember, Vin. was that the guy they beat up that said it, or? No, I think actually that might have been Maddie. Like, the whole plan was like, someone's going to have that around. money. Yeah. So what we're going to do is, instead of us trying to find it, we're just going to fucking beat up the toughest guy and be like, hey, find this money for us, or we're going to beat everyone up more. Like, they, okay. the plan, which is a pretty solid plan. It's like, instead of, it like, does work. trying to extract <laughs> the money from people who don't want to give it, they made it a situation where people were like dying to give them the money back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it worked. They do find pretty smart. These, these kids have the money, but they're, they're casing the house. They know that the kids are in there. They got the money. The kids know that they know that they have the money. So we're going to skip then beating a guy up. I guess well, there's not really much to it. They go to the Shamrock looking for trouble. <laughs> they do. Oh, wait. We have uh, to talk about this because Vin gives a whole monologue. Yes. Time yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> 500. <laughs> uh, he gives a whole monologue that when I was a kid. <laughs> uh, they find the toughest guy at the bar because mm-hmm. they're dancing with his girl or whatever. Right. And the guy comes up to him and Vin slaps like, the know, girl being... first. Yes. Which was pretty unnecessary. We didn't need to see that. Uh, yeah. Bechdel test failure all around. Mm-hmm. There's only like three women and they're all either working or dancing at a bar. Or smiling and... at Scarpa. Huh? Oh, Scarpa's, Scarpa's gals. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, she gets hit, which is upsetting. And Vin is squaring off with the toughest guy in, in Weibo, Montana. Mm-hmm. Buckner is his name. And, uh, he just says 500. <laughs> yeah. And Buckner's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, when I was a little kid, I figured to be a tough guy, you have to get in 500 street fights. <laughs> and then I don't even know what he says after that. It could be worse, but then they fight. It was cracking me up. I was just like, man, if a guy's really been in that many fights, I'm sure he knows that a monologue is not a way to start a fight. Oh, that's right. Because then he goes... Um, I learned a lot of lessons fighting yeah. 500 street fights, <laughs> none of which more important than this. And then just headbutts the guy. Oh yeah, then he just rocks the guy's world, beats him up, beats him up. Um, and now Buckner is is their is their pawn mm-hmm. to get their money back to them. So they figure out where the money is. The kids know they're coming for the money. And that was that they're was the part to... where I was like, oh, this happened so fast. 
Yeah. Like, I was just like, there's like, find us the money. And he's like, all right, okay, I found it. (laughs) The the one thing I did do before watching this movie was check the runtime, and I breathed a sigh of relief. I did too. (laughs) It was like an hour 20. Yeah, 90. Yeah. uh, Oh, so yeah, it moves quickly. mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, he does have the goatee. Damn. Just nice. Just like a light five o'clock shadow. Yeah. Goatee. Um, can I say who's Brian Peppers? What's his name? Uh, Maddie something. Maddie, but like the actor, Pep, Pep Barry Brian Pepper. Pe- Barry Pepper. Yeah. Hideous man. Very freakish. Weird looking, looking man. <laughs> Where is he? Was he? Has he done anything else? I was wondering the exact same thing. I don't know if he, he has. Looks fucking. He looks like a sci-fi character. He looks like he's ready to tear off his fake face at any point. <laughs> and there's a real exactly. face underneath. <laughs> Absolutely. He's he's an odd looking duck. Um yeah. But uh so they're 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 they know the kids are inside with the money and the kids are like, We gotta split. Mm-hmm. Gotta gotta skip town. And as the kids are leaving with their bag of money and the guys are in the car waiting to confront them, the cops pull up. The cops pull Ooh. up. Hey, hey, hey. They hop out. The boys are freaking out because they're like, oh, shit, the fuzz. And then the kids are like, oh, no, my dad. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, sh- the, the, one of the kids is the sheriff's son. Mm-hmm. And then the sheriff is like, what's in the bag? And he opens it, and it's a bunch of money. So now the kids are in trouble, and the sheriff has the money. And now... They're fucked yet again. I will say, uh, back to the bar they were in, three beers was seven fifty. Three beers is that good? That's good. What? I think three beers for seven dollars and fifty cents. I you have? I don't know. Tell me if it's good or bad. Well, you know how prices are in Chicago. Yeah, but I've also drank in Richmond, Indiana. Where, like, That's what you I'm can saying. get, like, 30 ounces of Blue Moon for, like, $2. Well, yeah, I just figured, like, as someone who lived in L.A. for five years and you lived in Chicago for five years, don't you get so freaking excited when you're like, what? A beer's $2. I guess so, yeah. I, I, think, anyway. I think the reason I didn't stick out is because I was, at that point, I was getting mad that they just kept paying for things with $100 bills and not asking for change. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, stop doing that. Like, you're... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was, it was like was the third time they'd done it. <sighs> I also liked when back to the honky tonk, really that was the only scene that I liked. Um when they're at the jukebox he goes, Who the fuck is Brooks and Dunn? That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love Brooks and Dunn. <sighs> okay, so, so let's see. Cops have the money, they go to the cops to get their money. Mm-hmm doesn't go well because these are junior mafia kids they don't know what they're doing right 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 so they get beat up by the cops and that's when vin yells look at him oh right right (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) there was a Uh, i I have to say one thing i'm just looking at my notes when mm -hmm. the cops take the money from the kids one of the kids goes we were rich once. <laughs> Just as like an aside, and it really cracked me up. It was a really good line read. 
he just did it. <laughs> That's where I'm at in the movie. Oh. It's Boy with Purple Socks. Uh, we were rich once. Damn. Um, so yeah, this is the, the part, the cops take the money, and then we find out that the cops are also bad people. Mostly main sheriff because mm-hmm. he decides he's gonna take the money for himself mm-hmm. and split it with his partner who's like i don't know if i want to part in this and he's like you're fucking part of it <laughs> and uh and then yeah they get beat up by the sheriff and then what happens there well other stuff must go down but eventually the boys go and buy guns I guess oh, because they're, right. they're like, well, I guess we have to kill this guy because he's not, he has our money now. <laughs> so they go and buy guns and then they do a little target practice. And then Vin and Maddie have this heart to heart. Yeah. Which was a nice scene. Um, and Vin's like, man, you don't want this life, man. You know, whatever. It's lose, lose. You either mm-hmm. get a bullet in your head or a who knows what. Um, and Vin is smoking a cigarette the way that I love when tough guys in movies, or yeah, like you smoke it like you're smoking weed like stereotypically, okay but it's a, but it's a cigarette and it's just so funny. Like, why are you doing that? It's how they smoke cigs in the wire too. I love it. Yeah, that's how you smoke cigs and like yeah, it's not. What is it's that? Pre- it's cool. It's cool is what it is. It's uh, tough as hell. <laughs> um. um Okay, so yeah, they have that. And they have, at this point, told <laughs> Benny the Butcher, uh, Benny, Ch- Benny Chains, Benny Chang, man and of Teddy. many names, yeah. that, that they fumbled the bag. Right, right, so right. So they come back to the motel to find John Malkovich. Right. Because he's it like, was okay, not well, expected. i got to clean up their mess. Yeah. <clears throat> And he says some funny stuff here. I don't know if you remember. Oh. <laughs> well, so this two very great things happened. Mm-hmm. One, he says Busman's Holiday. Oh, yeah. I wrote that down, too. Which I guess I had never thought that's like a term. Oh, okay. What is it? I, did you know it was a term? I know that it is a term. I don't know if I could uh, define it. But I know that it I is I legitimately a thought that the Lewis brothers came up with it. Oh, okay. What if they're <laughs> referencing no this movie and it's not actually a term? <laughs> I thought about that. I need you to ask Addison if that's true. Okay. I'll do no Googling. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Said Busman's Holiday. What else did mm-hmm. you like about this scene? So then, <laughs> I think, I don't know who says it, but old dude was like we got in trouble with some cop or some cops are involved Mm -hmm. and then another one of the boys goes yeah dirty fucking cops (laughs) and then john malkovich says yeah you said cops that i liked a lot yeah uh uh-huh all (laughs) cops are dirty fucking cops i was like hell yeah john malkovich is a cab and uh, those are the two things I liked. Was there something else? The thing that I liked was just everything he yelled at Johnny Marbles. He smacks him <laughs> on the head. He says, in the John Malkovich way, which just makes it like stick and sting harder. Mm-hmm. He says, you are unlikable, which is just a really funny thing. To say. 
And then he also says, I'd like to kick you through the uprights like a fucking field goal, which is just so, like, weird and funny. And just coming from him sounds great. I loved it. <clears throat> I uh, love John Malkovich so much. He I has don't think to be... I've seen many things with him in it. I mean, I would... I should I would, dive in. I would, I would seek them out. I would do a podcast about it. <laughs> we could do some bonus John Johnny Malkovich apps. He has to be insufferable to date. Probably. He's like the most actory actor of <laughs> all time. But uh, love him. Um. So this is where uh, things start to happen because we're building up to the only really dramatic scene of the movie we are it, it kind of really <laughs> is uh <laughs> do you want to say where this scene happens what this place is called i didn't write down the the actual name but it's like <gasps> a meat packing facility on the other side of the tracks <laughs> oh my god you i this is this is one of those things that like clicks in my head and i love uh it what? huge letters on the side of this building i wrote it down every time i saw it beef turn beef terminal (laughs) (laughs) i did not see that (laughs) beef terminal was what this building was called the final showdown of this movie is in the beef terminal which my uh, nickname in college i was gonna say i was gonna say it made me think of uh i think doug uh drury had a who Doug Drury is that his name? Who, who's that? You know, that he <laughs> he used to do comedy, and he had a joke <laughs> that said "hot dog garage" as the punchline, which oh. made me think of that. Uh, uh. Beef terminal, hot dog garage. He sounds funny. I'll have to check out his stuff. He does sound funny. I don't know if he is funny though. Anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then. So they So they they every oh this all happened because Sheriff called Maddie and was like I got your money meet me at the beef terminal on the other the side of the terminal. <laughs> and we can work out a deal or whatever. <sighs> so it's it's going down mm-hmm. and you know Maddie and Vin are going to meet the sheriff and the deputy sheriff at the beef terminal to get their bag of money. Scarpa well, and they're all supposed marbles. to. They're all supposed to. Yeah. Scarpa and Marbles are at the bar. Scarpa is like, yo, we could just leave town. I booked us a hotel. There's a bus that goes by. Like, let's get out of here. Marbles, <clears throat> in an act of... Uh, Loyalty. Ma- maturity loyalty all good things but still yeah no i think it actually was a good call is like no i have to stay this is all my fault and in reality it was this leaving is a, that bag was yeah. the dumbest thing in the world this was a thing that i liked about his character a lot in that like mm-hmm. while he did fully fuck up there was never like a weasel moment he was like no. hey i fucked up i'm gonna do what it takes to make it right and he mm-hmm. never lost that energy at any point, which I liked about him. And I liked that too until the next scene oh. where he 
the two, who were the two older associates? Just like Malkovich's men? Yeah. They're there to kill Scarpa and Marbles. Mm-hmm. Seth Green. And so they have Seth Green and they're like, we're Scarpa. And they have a gun to his head. Yeah. And he knows that Scarpa took the bus and skipped town and he knows where he is. He's going mm-hmm. to Billings or whatever. And he doesn't rat him out. Which pretty, pretty uh, good to the I end. I get what you're saying before about how like that was he wasn't a weasel. But that scene, I was like, yo, fuck Scarpa. I guess maybe he knows he would have died anyway, so he yeah. tried to die more nobly. Yeah. But I hated Scarpa so much that I was like, fucking sell him out. Scarpa was like, just like, I, I did not understand why he was in this movie. Like, no. like he didn't serve really any purpose. Mm-mm. Just had really, really bad hair. Yeah. And he hit and just was like a ladies' man, but yeah. that didn't serve any purpose either. No. Um, Bad suit. And he wore a suit to a honky-tonk. Right, right, right. Ugh. Oh, and yeah, and then we didn't specifically say it. They kill Johnny Marbles. Yeah. Very Shoot sad. Shoot him in the head. Didn't like it. Very sad. Not good. Wasn't a fan. So then we cut back to the beef terminal. <laughs> the beef terminal. I, I have it again in bold letters, <laughs> beef terminal. <laughs> and so uh, Maddie and Vin walk into the beef terminal. Sheriff and deputy sheriff immediately cock their guns. Well, yeah, like, Maddie and Maddie and Taylor, I think they even say like, oh, so we're just going to walk right into this because they know it's a trap. Uh-huh. It's a trap from the get go. Uh, from yeah. the sheriff. So they're like, they're at gunpoint. And, you know, he's like, all right, stand over there. And then Malkovich is the first to show up. Malkovich comes out. Malkovich comes out with the gun. And Vin. Then Vin. Pulls. And two guns. Two- which was sick. <laughs> two I was guns. stoked about that. <laughs> Taylor two guns. <laughs> and then Maddie's got his gun. So they got their guns out. And then uh I'm and then I'm I think at that point uh Malkovich's henchmen show up with guns, maybe. Mm. And then Buckner shows up with a shotgun. Right. So now everyone just got their guns so there's pulled. Like, there's like first it's just the two people and then there's a surprise it's john malkovich so now the gangsters have the upper hand mm-hmm. and then boom surprise again buckner's there and he's got his shotgun like at vin's face taylor's neck and taylor's just beat the shit out of him like three days ago so there's some bad blood mm-hmm. there uh, so and so vin and maddie are forced to put their guns down right and then scarpa Scarpa Surprise. comes back. Yeah. Not in Billings, not on the bus, not on the bus to Billings. He's behind Buckner. He shoots him in cold blood. The only purpose that was served, <laughs> he serves in the entire movie is right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it gets a little weird. Huh. Right? <laughs> yeah. Buckner's dead. And then just pretty much everyone starts shooting. 
everyone starts shooting, but John Malkovich makes a point of shooting Scarpa. Yes. Which... Okay, Malkovich shoots... Yeah, go ahead. Well, because they were going to shoot Scarpa and Teddy... Or not Teddy. And Marbles... That was, like, planned early on. Right, 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 right. Right, because Teddy... Or, why do I keep saying Teddy? Marbles, we know fumbled the bag and he's gonna die but like Mm -hmm. why would you kill scarpa i don't know oh oh uh i think the plan was to kill all of them i guess maddie included (laughs) maybe not maddie but everyone but maddie at the bare minimum but i i do the thing that i didn't like was like save that for when this shootout is over Mm-hmm. Like before, like right. don't like don't let's get rid of these cops instead of shooting a guy that thinks he's on your side and yes. really fucking up the dynamic. Um, that Pretty was confusing bizarre. scene. It, and then Vin with his two guns, he kills the and cops. I guess maybe, yeah, or maybe Maddie at the same time. But I think it might have just been Taylor kills the two cops. They go. They're dead. Bye-bye. And then you see Malkovich kind of motioning to his men, like, hey, let's let's do what we came here to do. Mm-hmm. And that's when... And Taylor catches on real quick. Then. Oh, right. And so he jumps in front of the... In front of Maddie, into the line of fire, gets killed... Or not killed, gets shot in the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, I guess, Malkovich's henchman got shot. Yeah, they get killed somehow. Sure. Someone shoots. Everyone's just shooting everybody. Right, right. So then you have everyone dead except Maddie and Malkovich. And they have their little tete-a-tete, like, uncle and nephew. Uh, And you learn, you realize that he's fully prepared to kill Maddie for the money. Oh, and this is where you learn that uh, Teddy has, in fact, been the one. This is mm-hmm. this is the thing. This is the part where I was like, "This movie is stupid," because like, <laughs> yeah. it's where you find out that Teddy slash John Malkovich was the one skimming the money off the top, mm-hmm. and oh, also his yeah. grand plan. At least this is what Maddie made it sound like. His grand plan was try to get a twelve-year-old Maddie to shoot a man as a twelve-year-old, and then when he said no, convince him he's not a gangster. And that was his grand plan, mm-hmm. uh, which is like, okay, <laughs> bit of a stretch. Also, okay. like, I hate when movies have twists that don't check out, like they yes. don't vibe with the rest of the movie. Like, mm-hmm. I I want to be able to watch a movie again and be like, oh, that's obvious there that's obvious there now Mm -hmm. but it's that is not this movie that is a movie that just withheld information from us until the end and just told us how it was without without they didn't earn it in any way yeah and like his whole his whole like spiel was so stupid because he was like you know I've I've been living in your father's shadow. Like I could have beat him at handball if I wanted to, but That's I had so to let stupid. him win the handball games. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I did love love his uh, his fit. Oh, his fit, his outfit uh, <laughs> for handball. For handball, oh, all gray sweats, <laughs> blue cap. He looked. I uh-huh. I was like, damn, I'd wear that in a heartbeat. <laughs> 
they referenced handball multiple times. They play handball. This is a yeah. handball movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which I always knew that handball was a sport. I don't think I've ever seen it in action. Yeah. I, now I have. I When I watched them playing, I was like, this must be handball. <laughs> I don't know... Yeah. If that's right, but I don't know what else it could be. <laughs> that's, that was my thoughts exactly. Uh, so, avid handballer, and he has like Luigi syndrome, where he's like has to be second player his whole life, and that's yeah. why he wanted to kill Maddie and I could steal be, half I a could million be your dollars. dad and handball with the freaking lawn chair in one of my hands. Is what he says. He said something <laughs> stupid like that too. <laughs> oh. oh so dumb and then you know it's this whole like dramatic thing where we know Malkovich is out of bullets mm-hmm. and but he like turns his back and secretly has a clip in his pocket and oh no and then right. they like turn at the same time and they're like they're just about to shoot each other at the same time but Maddie edges him out and Maddie kills John Malkovich uh, unloads the full clip <laughs> She's like, blah, 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 you blah, have to listen blah, to blah, someone blah, talk blah, about blah. their handball game? I don't know. It just felt like a bit much. <laughs> it was. It was a bit much. He goes over to Vin Diesel, still alive, but badly yeah. injured. And then they take the money and they go back home to Papa. Back home to Papa? And how did you feel about his uh, come to Jesus moment with his dad? Uh, I didn't care. I don't even, I just feel, what was the, what was the moment? Was it just like, no, well, I don't know. I didn't care either. I think he <laughs> I was just, just like, to to I don't want to be a gangster, I guess. His dad's oh, like, well, his right, dad does good. say like, Hey, you can join me now. Yeah. And I think he was like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Um, well, actually the very end is very sweet because he rides off oh, into the him sunset. And ri- him and Vin <laughs> riding off. I really enjoyed. Uh... In that big old van. Oh my gosh. Just Vin in his van. And that was it. <sighs> that was it. What uh what are your, what were your overall thoughts on the movie? Any any We've overall already established themes? this. Yeah, but like any 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 other thoughts that you haven't said yet? Because I have at least one that I'd um, like to talk about. I I have one thought I'd like to talk about, please. <laughs> Um, I am looking through my notes, and I really do not think that there is much more that I could say. Uh, okay. I think something that I thought was very weird about this movie, and I'm pretty sure I'm on point here, I think they tried to sell this narrative that, like, small town people suck, and, like, city people are better than small town people i don't know if you caught this uh but there was like at one point one of the guys says like where i'm from you drop a piece of trash and they try to and they try to get it back to you not here Mm -hmm. and like he said that and i was like they're trying to tell us something and then the more i thought about it it's like every single person in that small town was like bad like, mm-hmm. there was no one who, given a chance to do good for someone else, they just don't. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like even, like, the gun store owner, who was, like, buddies with the cops, 
He's, the cops are like, hey, has any outlaw been here? Nope. No outsider's been here. It's just like, this guy's your buddy. Like, tell him. Uh, I don't know. Well, Everyone was a piece of shit. Every every single person in that small town was a piece of shit. And, it, and I was like, I think they're trying to say something with this, but I don't know what. Well, why do you think the gun store owner is a piece of shit for not uh, selling out the mafia guys? I, I don't... Well, I don't think he's a piece of... It's like... Because, well, they like It's like no one has like any... I, th- I think it was like... I know they kind of did, but it was more like no one has any loyalty to anyone in a small town. Like, everyone mm-hmm. is, like, out for themselves. No ethics? No ethics. Not even in crime. I don't know. Interesting. And it is weird that... I think it is Maddie who says, like, where I'm from... Where I'm from, you can drop a piece of trash and someone will try to get it back to you. Yeah. Like, you're from Brooklyn. I know. That's why I was like, are they trying to make this weird dynamic that doesn't exist? I um, didn't necessarily get, like, propaganda like that from it. Also, the airport lady was nice. That's true. So there's they one. They made her kind of simple. And, Very you know. simple. Well, let me get my strong box and Wanna give you your change. One. <laughs> Two, three, <laughs> four. Uh, uh, I also feel like we should talk about. I have pretty good, fe- strong feelings on why I think Vin took this role. That's interesting. Because it is. Let me look at his IMDb. I feel like it's one of the few movies that, like, It is not, like, a crazy thing. Like, like Pitch Black, crazy movie. Even though it's not mm-hmm. good, it's crazy. It's wild. It's weird. Uh, this mm-hmm. is just, like, a movie that's, like, kind of bad. Uh, but I think, if I had to guess, I think the reason he took it... Wow, this came out after Fast and the Furious. This came out between Fast and the Furious and Triple X. Wow. Wow. So we're we're up there. Okay. I think I think the reason he took it and I was thinking about this while I was watching the movie too. He's like this whole movie, anytime Vin is around, he's doing something or saying something cool. Like I imagine he looks at this script and is just like, "Well, it sucks, but I'll look good." Because he looks really good in this movie. And, like... He does. Of, of anyone... Uh, maybe John Malkovich. I would say even... I'd say Vin is also right up there with just, like... His shining light. He... Yeah, I would agree that they are Vin's the only two good light, things yeah. about this movie. So I think I in my brain, I feel like he's like, Well, it's not the best movie in the world, but I'm gonna look fucking cool. With, like, a a crowbar i'm gonna get to smash some machines i'm gonna get to beat a dude up i'm gonna get to take Mm -hmm. a bullet for my friend uh i think and also maybe the multi-facial of it all he's like i can play jewish i can oh yeah that that probably was part of it too (laughs) (laughs) that's definitely part of it you're right (laughs) i will say the soundtrack was horrendous oh yeah it wasn't great i did like anytime the uh the pothead kids had soundtracks <laughs> it was songs that i really liked like uh frankenstein edgar winter group 
and oh, yeah. uh, Free Ride. Both, <laughs> both yeah. of which are killer songs. Uh, yeah. <sighs> well, another bad movie from Dennis Hopper, I'll tell you what. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> should we see what this director has done? If you don't mind looking that up, because I am curious. David Levian. I, that, yeah, that guy, I don't think... He does not sound familiar at all. Koppelman does sound familiar. Oh, wow. Yeah, not a lot. He did the screenplay for Walking Tall. Oh, Beef Terminal. Beef Terminal. <laughs> I just saw it. Uh, um, oh, he wrote The Girlfriend Experience, which I thought was a weird movie. Uh, oh, I never oh, saw walk- it, but that was a that was a Soderbergh, also written by Levian and Koppelman. Maybe Levian and Koppelman uh, work together a lot. And then um, Billions, he was a Billions uh, created oh by. My God. He created oh, Billions. Oh my God! Did you like Billions? I've never seen a no a second uh-uh. of it. Uh. But that kind of checks out in my mind. <laughs> but not a lot. Like, 12 total writing credits. He wrote Walking Tall. Is Walking Tall... Yeah, the the Rock movie. Wait, what? Oh, wait, what? Yeah. What? Walking <laughs> Tall, starring The Rock. He just runs around okay. with a shotgun and shoots people. What's I the movie where Joaquin Phoenix is Johnny Cash? Walk tall. Walk tall. Walk hard. That's <laughs> no, John walk C. Hard Riley. Is the Dewey Cox movie. <laughs> yeah, which is a great movie. <laughs> and also, the Johnny Cash movie is good. Is it Walk the Line or is it Walk? Is it Walk, walk tall? the Line? It's Walk the Line. Either way, it's not Walking Tall. Apparently, <laughs> that's starring The Rock. Okay. And he wrote Ocean's Thirteen. That snuck in. Hmm. Brian Koppelman also. It looks like Brian Koppelman has helped write all of these. Well, God bless Brian Koppelman and Levian or whatever his name was. Yeah, Koppelman-Levian duo. Um, My worry now is that we're going to watch Triple <laughs> X and it's not so going to be good. No, it's going to be good. I've, Are you I sure? Do you am... remember it accurately? Uh, 50-50. Because so far, every one of these movies... I mean, Fast and Furious was great, and this was after Fast and Furious. That's true. And It's like uh, catching lightning in a bottle. But this is but th- this is the same team that made Fast and Furious. Do not forget that. Oh, right, right, right. Um, okay. okay, okay. Same feel. There's there's a lot... It's a, I think it's a lot racier. Racier? Is that a word? <laughs> Is that a racier? Racier. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited for that yeah. one. I'm very excited for that one. Um, okay. What are we doing? Were we done? We're. I don't think we. Sh- we need to not drag this one out. Yeah. We did it because we had to. We did it. it we didn't energy. want to do this. I no, I had a good to, time. I wanted to. I wanted to talk to you. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see some vin i i was intrigued by a movie that was about mafia men in in the midwest uh starring seth green and vin diesel (laughs) so you know what we did it and it wasn't good honestly though 
let's end the episode. I just want to implore everyone to Google what's Bradley Pepper. Brian Bra- Barry Pepper. Barry Pepper. From he plays Maddie in Knockaround Guys. Mm-hmm. Just the weirdest looking human being. So <laughs> please look it up and don't watch the movie. You don't have to. But next week. We're not going to be here, but the week after hey. that, <laughs> we're going to be talking about Triple X. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So see you next, next Tuesday. We did it.